Welcome to This Week in Round Guy Radio. I am John Dane, host of Southeast Iowa Today on Round Guy Radio, and my partner in podcast, Mr. Southeast Iowa himself, Dave Johnson, is with me. Dave, what do we got coming up on this episode of This Week in Round Guy Radio? Well, uh, we got a great guest. Uh, We're always uh, doing this to promote the shows that we do and events that are coming up. So, what we're promoting this week is our appearance on Dog Pound Radio, uh, a Fort Madison uh, uh, community radio that's focused a little bit on the uh, Fort Madison football team with uh, Coach Doherty and uh, Coach Chuck the Tank Banks is has invited uh, you, me, and Scotty Melvin are all going to be the guests on Round Guy or on uh, Round Guy Radio is going to be on Dog Pound Radio. Sunday night. They're going to shoot it out live. We're going to record it and uh, release it right after the show. So we simulcast on both shows. And Chuck the Tank Banks, author, uh, author, reverend, football coach, track coach, uh, uh, sexy underwear model. Uh, Chuck the Tank Banks will be uh, arts guest, as well as Nathan Piercy of KMCD will be doing sports. Uh, and he's got all the the springs. He's got a nice, quick, uh, information packed six eight minutes about spring sports that you're going to really enjoy. But uh, John, your friend, uh, a guy you knew, a, a guy uh, I won't say his uh, uh, name, but we'll just say his initials were Jerry Springer. Uh, uh, you have a little story to share with him as he's just recently passed. Yes. Uh, Jerry Springer, unfortunately, uh, passed away yesterday and, uh, we're recording this on April 28th. So it would have been April 27th. And I, in my past life, I worked in the television industry and I was involved in, uh, syndication program acquisitions for several television stations across the U S and, I have a couple Jerry Springer stories that are quintessential Jerry Springer and they're in memory of him, but I'm going to say this right now for any parents that have some younger ears with them listening to this podcast right now, this is your warning. This is going to get a little bit uh, PG to to almost R-rated, so I'm saying if you don't want your kids to hear this, either turn us down for a little bit, and then um, and it's probably going to take six, seven minutes to tell this stuff, and then you can turn your uh, turn your audio back up, or tell the kids to move along, and um, and then uh, then they'll be safe from hearing it. So I'm going to count to five, and then I'm going to start this story in memory of Jerry Springer. So you've been warned. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, we're going to go back in time. This was in the early parts of the year 1998. Jerry Springer was still um, taping his program, the Jerry Springer Show, in Chicago, Illinois. And I had tickets to go to his show for a taping one evening in the early parts of 1998. My brother Joe went with me and a couple of our friends went with us as well. And uh, 
when we got up there, we because of the fact that I got the tickets through NBC Universal, the uh, syndication distributor, we got to sit in a uh, special room in the uh, NBC building in Chicago, and so we got to hang out there until showtime. And otherwise, you know, back then in 1998, Dave, they had people lining the the street to get in to be to the to see Jerry's show. And so it was pretty, uh, pretty cool to have that special treatment. So they took us into the uh, studio and, and you have the, the chairs and everything kind of a, well, you know, you know how those TV studios look with a bunch of the studio audience sits. So we're sitting there and we're getting ready for this. And they had their warm up comedian come out, you know, to get us all excited about Jerry Springer coming out. And guess who the warm up comedian was? Uh, I can't remember. It was Jerry Springer. Huh. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, he came out and he uh and we're all hooting and hollering for him and everybody's chanting Jerry, Jerry. And uh so he told a couple jokes and he said he was really excited because he got a got a uh a new cable deal. And um, you know, he's kind of he's like, you know how Oprah Oprah gets all these big deals and she's got all these big cable deals and he says, "I got a new cable deal and I'm only paying Fifty nine ninety five a month now. <laughs> <laughs> so that was just you know quintessential Jerry self deprecating humor and and anyway so he goes on you know he comes out gets on the stage gets the show going and the first guest that comes out the guy guy comes out and another guy is on the set already and the guy comes out and the other guy square between the legs and it wasn't like professional wrestling where he came close he actually this guy actually got kicked and he went down on the stage <clears throat> and the holy heck the circus began and so a little later there were two women out on the stage and this is where i say again parents i warned you so one two three four five there were two women out on the stage who at that time uh it was a little more uh, scandalous to have two women that were, let's just say, dating each other. And anyway, the one gal decides she needs to tell her boyfriend about her new relationship. Well, he comes out on the stage and, and everybody, some of the audience is smirking and stuff and some are feeling sorry for him. And the girl, the woman tells him that uh, this gal next to him, uh, she's been having an affair with. And of course, he, he stands up and throws his chair on the floor. And the next thing you know, he's dropping his drawers in front of all of us. And when you're sitting in a studio audience like that, there's no sensor. So you see everything. And this guy had, has his appendage out there on the stage, and it's got some kind of piercing on the end of it. All this you see very quickly before you can even turn your head and then it's scarred into your head so anyway um that goes on and then they they get him to of course get his pants on and they take a commercial break and then later in the show they had it back then in 1998 you would have where the audience would get to ask the guest questions so this is where it really gets kind of funny too so i actually get jerry's attention during the commercial break and I said, Jerry, I've got a question. Um, I've got a question. He goes, okay. He goes, I'll come to you. 
So the show starts back up and uh, he, he comes up to me with the microphone and I stand up. I'm standing right next to Jerry on national television. And I say, Jerry, I have a question for the young man on the at the back of the stage on the far left there. And I was very courteous and everything. And the, the guy up on the stage is listening intently because everybody else had been picking on him before that. And I turned my question into a statement, Dave. And I said, Jerry, I'm surprised they were able to pierce something that small. The crowd went nuts. I mean, like for two minutes, everybody's cheering and clapping, giving me high fives and all this. And then uh, the guy on the stage says, let's see what you've got. And of course, I'm not going to get involved any more than I already have. And my buddy says, yells out, decent folk don't do that. <laughs> so anyway, it was kind of a crazy thing. We jump ahead a year to January 1999. I am in New Orleans, Louisiana, for a television programming convention, and I was invited along with a couple others from my television station group to have dinner with Jerry Springer at Chef Emerald's restaurant in New Orleans in the wine room, Chef Emerald's. Well, you get there, and, you know, it's a pretty swanky place, and, uh, you know, you wear a suit, tie, that kind of thing there. And we're in this wine room and there's other television executives from all across the country and they're all sipping their wines and, and, and having a drink and all that. And I just ordered a beer because I'm not, I'm not really into the wines and stuff and especially back in January of 1999. But anyway, so I, I just kind of felt out of place. And then it came time to sit down around, uh, this was a long rectangular table and uh people were you know set all the way around this table there were probably 20 of us and i'm sitting there and jerry hasn't gotten there yet and we're all sitting at the table and i like i said i was feeling a little awkward because i had ordered a beer when everybody else were, was drinking these fancy expensive wines and um jerry shows up with his producer uh i believe his name was Dominacki, like Bob Dominacki. He was always the guy with the long black hair and a beard that they would show off on the side. He was the producer of the show. Well, he was there with Jerry along with a with a, uh, his his uh, his his lady friend. So anyway, they end up. Jerry sits directly across from me at the table, which was very cool. And the first thing they come up. And he's saying hello to everybody. And the, the waiter comes up to Jerry right away. And, uh, you know, like I said, we're in this Chef Emerald's wine room down there. All these fancy wines and everything else. Jerry orders a margarita. And I'm like, this is just a regular guy. And it made me at ease. Next thing you know, I'm talking to Jerry. We're having a great conversation. Others want to talk to him, but they're already stuck in their chairs. And I just sat down and, and fate put me right across the table from him because, uh, you know, I sat down and he actually sat down across from me and we started talking and I told him that I got to meet him one other time and I pulled out a business card I had at the time that he autographed the back of and I showed him the, the autograph. He goes, that looks familiar. And then I told him about the experience on his TV show a year or so earlier and he, he looked at uh, – 
his producer, he goes, I remember that show. He says, your segment ended up on our company Christmas reel. <laughs> so that was that. Jerry, he was, uh, you know, he, he at that time in, uh, in 98, his book, The Ringmaster, came out. And that's what he was. He was a circus ringmaster on television when uh, television started going downhill. But anyway... He was a nice man. He was a uh, down-to-earth gentleman. He was very uh, cordial to me, and uh, that's that's a memory of Jerry Springer. Well, I'm glad that you shared that with our listeners. You know, uh, uh, you've you've uh, you've had a lot of neat experiences, and you you've been generously sharing them. Uh, well, uh, I'm going to give us our our spotlight city. Uh, are you ready? I'm ready, sir. Kilduff, Iowa. Kilduff, Iowa. Uh, I couldn't find out much information other than it had a, a post office at one time, but it's in the Linville Sully School District. And man, do they listen to Round Guy Radio there all the time? I mean, uh, there's no reason for a town of that size to to be that high on our our ratings list. But uh, uh, our whole Linville Sully School District community. Uh, uh, Linville and Sully and Kilduff, they, they really listen a lot. And if you're out there listening, I, I want you to know I really appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Yeah, I do too. Thank you so much. And, uh, you know, hey, we we really appreciate our listeners. And we, uh, we uh, any chance we get to salute salute them, we do that. So our, our hat's off to Kilduff, Iowa. Well, uh, what's going on? Uh, what are you? I mean, you did this great interview uh, recently uh, with the Wayland. Is it was it the water department or it seemed like yeah. there's more than one department in that? It was the city water department and the city clerk. Yeah, and uh, oh, that was a great interview. Uh, some seemed like there were some innovations going on. Uh, yeah, the episode's called "Bugs in a Bag," and what they've got going on in their city lagoon. Uh, instead of spending millions of dollars to filtrate their lagoon water system where the sewer uh, ends up and then um, gets cleared out and moves on, uh, they went a little on the ecological side and the a lot more affordable side fiscally. And so far, these, these bugs that they put in uh, take care of business. And it's saving taxpayers lots and lots of money. So that's really cool. It was a great. It was a great conversation. I also uh, talked to hypnotist Justin James. He's going to be in Wayland, Iowa, on Saturday night, August 29th at 7:30 p.m. at the Waco High School main gym. He's a. Uh, he's got it's comedy and hip, hypnotist action there all in one. And it's ten dollars per person, and you can pay that at the door. And then I've got uh, coming up next week. I'm going to be talking to a couple interesting folks. One of those is Keith Conrad. He's the Kyoto City Councilman, and we're going to get an update on their um, two point four or so million dollar pool project that is taking place in Kyoto, Iowa. So that's exciting. And then also there's a new ice cream parlor going to be in Wayland, Iowa, Uptown Scoops. And I talked to one of the co-owners, Michael Schwarzendruber. So that's all coming up on Round Guy Radio. Well, that's exciting. Well, uh, there is going to be some uh, uh, 
changes in sports, uh, change in direction, or uh, uh, I think I'm going to, Monday I'm going to hit a golf in Fairfield, but we're talking uh, uh, baseball people. Starting in May, we're going to hear from all the baseball coaches uh, that I can get a hold of, uh, and we're going to start getting ready for when baseball starts June 1st. Uh, and football, uh, they'll be able to practice. Uh, they can start uh, working with their teams. Uh, every team can do that in the season before, you know, so the fall season can start working together in the uh, uh, in the spring. And they got uh, – uh, uh, so – uh, we're going to keep on doing the football interviews. We've got a, a coach Wheaton of the Fairfield Trojans is coming on and I, I uh, uh, am working on getting an interview with coach Borison of the Minneapolis Bulldogs and uh, Scotty Melvin and I, and you are going to be on uh, uh, dog pound radio uh, and uh, crappie fishing also. Uh, is going to be another big thing on crop on Round Guy Radio coming up as we uh, uh, have the Corn Belt Crappie Tournament in Sailorville that we're going to be reporting on this week. And there's a new one. Uh, there's another fishing tournament in Lake Darling uh, that we're get, we've got a line on getting an interview for. So uh, we'll be promoting that too. So all the fishing, all the outdoors, all the sports, all the news, everything that's going on. You're going to get it here on Round Guy Radio. Well, uh, John, is uh, should we kick it over to the sports guys? Or, or, oh, wait a minute, you've got a cherry, I think, to put on this. Uh. Well, of course, I've just got one more thing to say, Dave Johnson, and that is stay friendly, Southeast Iowa. Well, all right. So stick around because we've got Nathan Piercy with sports, and we got Chef to Tank Bank as our special guest. Well, we're going to Nathan Piercy, KMCD, Fairfield, Iowa radio station. Uh we have Nathan Piercy. Uh, welcome to the program, Nathan, and uh, you're going to be giving us uh, the rundown on the spring sports. Hey, yeah, thanks for having me. You know, we're getting close to the end of the uh, spring sports season and uh, some some pretty important matches and meets coming up here soon. Okay. Well, uh, let's start with tennis just to, just to get it out of the way, I guess. Yeah, you know the uh, the if you look at the just uh, out of the four schools I cover, Fairfield's the only one that has tennis, and you know the uh, the girls team they're doing pretty well for the most part. They've they've run into some tough matchups, but they've got some good ones and, and good kind of down the lineup girls as well. As uh, you see, their fourth and fifth spots kind of doing putting up a lot of wins, which is always nice to see and. On the boys' side, they've struggled a little bit, but Jace Hannes and Garrett Slanigan have always been uh, pretty good for them, so, and they've continued that this year, and they made a run to state last year, and I think they're going to do that again this year, so it'll be exciting to see for the uh, Fairfield Trojans tennis. Yeah, uh, that, uh, uh, that is going to be getting going. Uh, well, uh, is that it for tennis? Uh, yeah, you know, also, now that I think about it, the Maharshi Schools, that's like their – they're one. Yeah, they're I was going to say that. that they I, do. I thought for sure uh, uh, Marishi had this had a team. Yeah, they do, and their girls' team is actually really good. I want to say they're undefeated so far on the year, and the boys' side is doing pretty good as well. They've had a little bit of closer matchups, but it's always good to see, you know, from them. They don't have very many varsity sports. Oftentimes, they co-op with Fairfield, so it's nice to see that they have their own thing, and they do a very they do very well over there with tennis. Well, uh, you've got a few teams that uh, – uh, how many teams in your area have a soccer team? 
Uh, again, just Fairfield. Um, and, and both teams kind of struggling right now. The girls, it uh, doesn't help, are in a very tough conference here in the Southeastern Conference. The teams like uh, Fort Madison and Washington, those are a couple really good teams on the, on the pitch. And the boys play a little bit better, but they are still struggling this year. Only maybe won one or two games, and the same on the girls' side. So they've been struggling a little bit, but they find a win here and there. And who, who knows? Maybe they find a role here at the end of the season and get a few more wins. Well, uh, track is uh, the Drake Relays are coming up. Uh, there's been a lot of a lot of track action here lately. Uh, catch us up on some of the local runners, and uh, uh, we got anybody going the Drake Relays? Yeah, so uh, in, in my area, of course, all four schools uh, have a track team. When you look at the Drake Relays on the on the first day of the high school events on Thursday. Pekin had a girl th- uh, throwing discus that did pretty well. I think she ended up finishing like 22nd, but still to know that you're one of the top 20-something in the state in, a, in, in an event in Drake Relays that is so highly regarded is nice. And then Van Buren County had a boy in the high jump, Tyler Stoltz. He did pretty well as well. He was in those mid-20s as well. But again, very tough competition there in, at the Drake Relays, and it's a great spectacle and a little different, different atmosphere for him as well that might have played into it. And then on Saturday, as we're um, talking here on Friday, but on Saturday, the Fairfield Girls 4x100-meter relay team will actually compete at the Drake Relays as well. I I know not quite as many qualifiers as they would have liked to have here from Fairfield, talking with one of their coaches, but uh, it's still nice to see. And, you know, I know some people feel the Drake Relays are even a more important track event than the state meet. So, just to say that you're able to qualify for it is pretty special and, and compete there, and, and it's it's great to see a, a spectacle like that. Uh, I call that Speed Week. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, and that's the other thing, too. You know, with the state of Iowa this year, there's some fast times that and maybe some other years that would qualify or even, you know, get you on the podium of state may not even make you qualify this year. So it'll be a tough one this year. Okay. Well, uh, my favorite is golf. Uh, what's been going on with golf? You got we got any good area golfers? Is Fairfield the only one to have a team again? No, uh, Van Buren County actually also also has a uh, golf team, and they do pretty decently uh, this year. I know Fairfield comp- the boys competed in a big, it was like an eighteen team tournament out in Moravia over there, and uh, they they competed that recently. They've done pretty well. I want to say they had a couple guys finish in the second team for conference. Uh, some some great guys, you know, and it's always somebody different, whether it's one of the Wheaton boys, Sam or Max, or uh, Austin Lisk or Dave Eisner. Somebody's always playing pretty well here for Fairfield. And on the girls' side, you get uh, girls like Viola Welsh or uh, Carolyn Ben Pelt. They kind of flop there along with the, the Rayburn twins, but uh, they all can, can play pretty well too. So, uh, yeah, it's it's been a good season for, for the Fairfield teams. And Van Buren County may not have the uh, – numbers that they'd like or, or the score sometimes, but they still compete pretty well and are, never find themselves too far down in a, in a very tough sport in golf. Yeah, it's uh, I really enjoy that. I think there's a, a home uh, a golf meet Monday that I, uh, in Fairfield. I think I'm going to try and get in there and cover. Yeah, I believe, I believe it is on Monday, yeah. All right. Well, Nathan, that was a terrific. Uh, thanks for being with us. Is there anything else that you want to say before I let you go? 
Well, I, I didn't I didn't touch on it as much. I know we focused on the Drake Relays when it came to track, but really all the schools around here are competing very well. The Fairfield girls are doing well. Boys are getting healthier here in Fairfield. Cardinals had some good meet, meets. In fact, I think tonight when we're recording this, as we're recording this on Friday again, uh, Cardinals senior night is tonight. Uh, Pekin, they always have a good track program, especially on the girls' distance side. And Van Buren County has had a really good boys' track season. So all four schools in this area doing really competing really well and should have quite a few people go on to state. It'll just be interesting of what those times and qualifications are this year and one of the probably one of the fastest years in the state in a long time. All right. Well, next time, I promise, we'll just talk about baseball and nothing else. I'm okay with that. All right. Thanks for being with us. All right. No problem. Well, today's guest is Chuck the Tank Banks, author, football coach, reverend, uh, sexy model, all of it. Uh, uh, welcome program, Chuck. Hey, glad to be here. Hope uh, hope everyone out there, your listeners are, are, are having a phenomenal week. Uh, it's it, it's definitely been an interesting uh, go up at the last couple of weeks with all these track meets, but I'm hanging in there. Well, you're coaching track, you're coaching football, uh, you're doing a podcast, and that's what we're here to talk about today. Uh, you guys have something called the Dogcast, and uh, the Round Guy Radio crew is going to invade your uh, next show Sunday at 8 p.m., I believe. Absolutely. 8, 8 p.m. Central, we're going to go live on the Dogbound Radio Broadcast Network on Facebook. Um, and then uh, shortly after the show, you'll be able to catch us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcast, all that sort of stuff. I'm excited to have you guys on. I think it's uh, I think it's going to be exciting. Uh, you know, we uh, it, it used to be called the Coaching Culture and Athletics or the Coach Show. Um, we we uh, Derek Doherty and I decided to uh, pop it back and and we've kind of reframed it, uh, Dog Pound Radio, and it's kind of sticking. It's uh, we I, I believe we have. Uh, 13 or 14 episodes uploaded, but, uh, but for this will be, this will be episode five, uh, you know, of, uh, of the coming, uh, podcast itself. Yeah, I know it's a, a new thing. <coughs> I've been catching on to it, but tell our listeners how they can find it. What, what are the links? Uh, uh what do you got to do to find this dog? Sure. Uh, if you type in Doc Found Radio on Facebook, uh, you'll you'll see uh, our pretty pretty faces on there. Um, you can type it in iHeartRadio, Doc Found Radio. Uh, you know, you can also type it in Spotify. Uh, you you can type in Doc Found Radio, Charles Banks, and it'll take you right to the links. Um, we we also go live via Spreaker, S P R E A K E R, and that's also a live. Uh, you know, link that, that we utilize. And we're also going to be u- using that particular Spreaker link to do s- uh, some games of the week this summer, which uh, which we're excited to establish and kind of branch out and, and continue to do that. You can follow me on Twitter at CCA Culture and, or, or on Facebook, Chuck Banks. You can also get that information. Well, that, that, that's a, a plethora of ways to, to find <laughs> it. And uh, uh, you are not a uh, newbie. Uh, to the podcast things is you have a couple other podcasts or, or you've been involved in it for a while. Yes. Uh, I actually ran a, uh, a paranormal podcast that I started way back in, in 2012. Um, you know, I, I've got uh, several hours of that. Um, you know, as far as sporting podcasts, this is, uh, this is our second venture. Uh, currently we have 
two two ma- major platforms on the on our current network, which is Dogbound Radio and Depressed. And don't 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 get all depressed, folks, because that's a that's a catchy title that's going to be faith based to basically help people in need and that sort of stuff. And also, it kind of falls in, in line with uh, the life of an overthinker, which is my current book that's out. But yeah, I, I've been doing this quite a while. Uh, you know, I, I I think we've we've revamped it and 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 made it a little bit more user friendly to to find us in uh, multiple facets. Uh, you know, just because, you know, if, if grandma likes YouTube, she'd go to YouTube. She likes Facebook, she'd go to Facebook. And you know what? If, uh, if some of our students love this iHeartRadio and Spotify, they can get on there as well. Yeah, well, the, well you mentioned the show goes out live, uh, and it's lively. Uh, it's fast-paced. Uh, uh, you do a great job of hosting it, moving it around, and keeping the, keeping the show moving forward, to asking a lot of interesting questions. Uh, what would the mission statement be of the dog cast? Are we, uh, uh, are you just kind of promoting the, the Fort Madison community? Are you highlighting the football team? What, what, what is the dog cast about? Dog Bound Radio is going to be basically Southeast Iowa based. It's centered in Fort Madison uh, in Lee, the, the Lee County area. But basically, you know, our mission statement doesn't change from the old coaching culture and athletics. It's, uh, it's to establish a great positive culture uh, one soul at a time. And, and, and we, we, we firmly believe in that. And, and that's something that uh, also goes into our coaching. So, yeah, but, you know, we're, we're going to have a little bit of everything. Uh, you know, I, I would love to uh, not only do, uh, you know, a, a game of the week with, uh, with a certain sport, but to also get this baby rolling and allow maybe the, the, the Fort Madison uh, Bloodhound students uh, to become involved in an activity where they can actually broadcast games where they're, where they're going to get a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, like job experience if, if they want to go into this radio platform. Yeah. Oh, so that that's a, a, another nice uh, uh, side benefit you got going there. Well, the show, when is the show? And uh, uh, I want our listeners to know that we're going to be simulcasting this. Uh, uh, I'll be recording it, and then when it's over, we'll be posting it. So you'll be able to uh, uh, catch it on the Round Guy Radio, too. But uh, uh, what did you decide to have uh, us on there, other than to break your streak of good-looking people on there? Uh Although Scotty Melvin ought to be uh, uh, the prettiest penny you maybe ever had on there, I guess. Yeah, you, you know, you 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 might be right. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it, it excited, eight PM Central. Um, you know, uh, you know, join us, Dockbound Radio, along with uh, you know Round Guy Radio. Which I'll tell you what, man, you you guys do a, a a phenomenal job keeping it real, and and to be able to tell some stories and and uh, you know, kind of kind of talk shop on. You know, uh, whether it's podcasting, whether it's live broadcasting and and, you know, kind of kind of what we see out there in the, the communities as far as culture and, and, and how we can, uh, you know, make a difference in the lives of other people. It's going to be exciting because, uh, you know, I, I, I know that, um, you know, you, you've had uh, Coach Jordy and, on, uh, and I on together. Uh, you know, we, we, we've talked, uh, you know, uh, quite a bit. And, you know, I, I, it's just going to be nice to have a real conversation with uh you know, to have a roundtable on the, you know, the state of affairs of sports or culture or, or just uh, just all around, you know, comedy even, you know, 
uh, just being able to have that conversation and, and keep it real. That's that's what I'm excited about. Well, I've already gotten a good joke written, so uh, <laughs> uh, we'll be able to we'll be able to get a few laughs and 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 uh, uh, let our listeners know about your show, and you let our listeners know about our show, and uh, uh, that that straightforward uh, approach is really working. Uh, and the highlight and the positive, you know what I mean? If, if you want to hear about the negative, uh, you can turn on the TV, the radio, switch the dial anyway, in other directions. Uh, all the other media has all the negative stuff covered, but we uh, we only cover the positive, and it's easy to highlight the positive when you live in such a beautiful place, isn't it? 100%. And, you know, when, when we're able to, you know, to, to – to talk about what's going on great, whether it's in our lives or our communities or the state, uh, it, it, it sure it sure kind of uh, stomps out the outside noise that is the negativity that uh, the people are constantly hit with, and and that's uh, that, that that's really what our show is all about. It's about you know being able to make uh, to be able to make the world a bit, little bit better place, and and I know you guys do the same thing, and it, it's it, it's going to be a lot of fun Sunday night. Well, Sunday night, we'll tell our listeners one more time. What time is it? 8 p.m. Central. It's going to be on Dog Pound Radio. And then, uh, you know what? The Round Guy is going to have this out as well. So uh, it's going to be the Round Guy in the Dog Pound. And the, pretty much the whole crew. Uh, Scotty Melvin, John Bain, he's another author. You guys can talk shop a little bit. Uh, and if you guys have anything, uh, you know, um, you know where the success, the only success we ever had when he first started out was when Scotty come on and started talking about football. You know, it just was immediately compelling and people were really into it. And it pretty much built the whole network off of Scotty, to be honest with you. And uh, he, he just, you know, he, he's the one that, that makes high school football sound so awesome, doesn't he? Absolutely. You know, and, he, and he's got a pretty big bicep. Yeah, he's uh, Mr. Mississippi Muscle or something like that. But uh, uh, he's just, uh, he's got, a, uh, the, his biggest muscle is his heart. I could tell you that for sure. Well, Chuck, thanks for being with us. Uh, and thanks for, for inviting us to be on the show with you. Hey, 100%. Uh, looking forward to it. This has been Chuck the Tank Banks, and he is the, our guest this week on This Week on Brown Guy Radio.